We're going to be in the book of 1 Samuel 17 about David and Goliath. It's so rich, but I'm gonna, we're going to tip our toes in the things of Revelation to look at David's life and how he responded to a giant. Now, God began to speak to me. He asked me this question. Are you a good first responder? Because in 2021, my responses must not have been that good. They were up and they were down. But God challenged me and said, I want you to become a great first responder. And I had to dig in on what that means. So we're going to look at the life of David. Can I get an amen? Now, let me get you a backstory so I can bring you up to date. All right. David was 16, 17 years old. A man named Samuel came to his house, picked him out of six kids, seven kids, something like that, anointed him to be king. There were two armies that were fighting. There were Israel, light, Philistine, dark. They were sitting on top of two hills with a valley below. Philistine came at Israel and they sent out this 10 foot man named Goliath. And he said, I want you to send me a man, let him come down here and let us fight. If he wins, we, uh, if he wins, we will serve you. If he loses, you will serve us. So right now, I want you to turn to 1 Samuel 17, verse 16. It says, each morning and evening for 40 days, Goliath took his stand and made his speech. Forty days, this man, twice a day, came out and threatened Israel. Has there anything been in your life in 2021 or right now that seems to keep coming up? It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. It just won't go away. It keeps speaking to you to defeat it. It wants you to respond to it. It wants action from you. There are things that are going into this new year that just because it went to 12 o'clock doesn't mean the enemy wants your family free. So I'm asking you, what is in your life that keeps coming up like Goliath? The number 40 is significant. It means testing or trial. Whoo. My first point is this. The enemy is there in your life to test your response and to show you what's in you. As Christians, let me explain. We want it to be real easy. We don't want to fight. I don't want to fight anyone. I love Jesus. And because I love Jesus, he's the prince of peace. He is. But have you not known as a Christian that the enemy doesn't like you? If you think the Lord, if you think the enemy likes you, raise your hand. Exactly. What I'm saying to you and what God is saying through me is the enemy comes in your life to test you, to show you where you are. Because when the enemy came into them, all of Israel, the whole nation was in fear. They were afraid of Goliath. There's a quote from Bill Johnson from Bethel, one of my favorite quotes from him. He says that if you are not experiencing any resistance or attacks from the enemy, you might be walking in the same direction as he is. As a Christian, the enemy hates you. 
The Bible says in John 10 that he comes to steal from you, to kill you, and destroy you. That doesn't sound like he wants to come to the barbecue. That sounds like he has an agenda for you and your family. But when, when something like that comes against you, the real you will rise up. Some of us call our best friends and we do different things, but the real you will rise up to show you where you are. John chapter 16, verse 33, this is Jesus speaking. These things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. When Goliath came on the scene, David ran to him because his dad sent him so he can bring bread and water and cheese to his brothers. And Goliath came out on time and said the same thing. David heard him, but he wasn't moved by fear because fear wasn't in David. Oh, I'm preaching. I can tell because you're real quiet. Amen. What's in you will come out. If fear is in you, fear is going to come out. If you're anxious, anxiousness is going to come out. Don't be afraid of the enemy. We should change our perspective because he's there to make you grow. Why? Because God has given you authority over him. So I want you to change your perspective. When the enemy is coming against your family, rejoice. That means that God has a plan for you to go up, not down. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. First Samuel 17, 26. David, who was talking to the men standing around him, asked, What's in it for the man who kills this Philistine and gets rid of this ugly blot on Israel's honor? I'm reading for the Message Bible. Who does he think he is anyway? This uncircumcised Philistine taunting the armies of God alive. When are you going to stand up and tell your thoughts? Who do you think you are? Don't you know that I'm bought by the blood of the lamb? How dare you come against my wife and say she has cancer? There's no cancer in heaven, so there's no cancer in her. How dare you say? Who do you think you are? The funny thing about a new year is it gets you a chance to reevaluate to reset. I'm walking this out right now. I'm living proof of this. Every one of us have a story. June 27th last year, my mom passed away. Six months later, December 27th last year, my daddy passed away. Right now, my family wants to do some things in the family that it makes me want to respond a different way. Have you ever had a family member that just presses your button so much? They just, mm, 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 mm. But in 2021, that's the old response. What's the new response in 2022? Whoo! Which brings me to my point number two. Make sure you're responding, not reacting. There's a difference. James chapter 1, verse 19. It says, be quick to hear. 
slow to speak, and slow to anger. So I asked Google, because he's cool, what's the, difference, what's the difference between responding and reacting? Listen to this. A reaction is emotional, instinctual, and only momentary. When we respond instead of reacting, we tap into our spirits and emotional intelligence to consider the long-term effects of what we say and do. Responding enriches our relationships and experiences. So you're telling me that when you react, it's only for a moment, but if you'll take time to pause and respond the way God has called you to respond, that means it has future. It has a blessing in the future. That is good. So we've all been like David. We heard God. We have our purpose. In 1 Samuel 17, 32 and 33, David comes in to Saul the king and says, Master, says David, don't give up hope. I'm ready to go and fight the Philistine. And Saul said to David, you can't go and fight the Philistine. You're too young. And inexperienced. And he's been at this fighting business since before you were born. Maybe I'm the only one in the room, but I'm going to ask the question. Have you ever been so alive for God or so excited for something that you came to a family member and you told them what was in your heart or someone in your circle and that person, meaning well, put limitations on you? You can't do that. You don't have a high school diploma. Who says you can be a millionaire? You don't even have a GED. How are you going to own a business? Who do you think you are? You're not experienced enough to be a teacher. No student will sit with you. I say no. Those are limitations. Fill in the blank. You have your own thoughts. Where's your limitations? Some of you have been fighting what your parents said over you in anger for years. And right now, under the unction of my voice, God is breaking the chains right now. You don't have to clap for me. I know what spirit I'm coming against. I'm not afraid of the religious spirit trying to dictate so you can't hear the word of God. It will go forth because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It is sharper than anything this atmosphere wants to say. We dictate the atmosphere. You are champions. And if you'll hear this word, you will be free. If you decide right now to react and just live in this moment, you don't carry any victory in your heart, but you actually give authority to the enemy. You give authority to Satan and the demonic and everything that tries to come against you because you're, re you're reacting instead of responding. I'm not afraid of the enemy. Do I deal with fear? Yes, but I keep on moving. All right, I'll tell you my life a little bit. 31 weeks ago, I jumped on this bike called Peloton. If you can't tell, slim, baby. 
this brother is slim. Talking to a coach, Patrick Lynch, he says, you got to like resistance to get where you need to go. The only way you're going to grow as a Christian is if something comes against you. You can't kubaya your whole Christian life. <laughs> I don't like resistance. I don't like turning the knob to the right. That instructor's like, turn it to the right, turn it to the right. I'm like, nope, 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 stay right here. But I don't grow. Ooh. Adam and Eve knew God intimately. Their giant was Satan the serpent. Satan questioned them on what God said. They believed Satan more than what they believed God. They reacted to Satan, bit the fruit, and fell into sin. The enemy is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is deceptive. But today we overcome him because we're going to learn how to be good first responders. First responders respond. They don't react. Think about 9-11. You're a firefighter. You hear on the, the, the radio, two planes have crashed into the Twin Towers. Those firemen were not prepared for that. They responded to the call, went down to the Twin Towers, chaos everywhere. They did what they knew in their heart to do, save the lives. How are you responding when your teenagers don't act right? I know how that is. I have six children, two girls and four boys. They will test you all the way, even into their adult lives. They're still testing. But I understand that as a father and now a grandfather. I'm not moved by what a teenager does. God's got that. When I stop stepping into that, he starts moving on their hearts. That was free. That was free. You didn't have to pay me for it. I mean, it's free. So we react sometimes in the wrong way. But listen to David's response. When Saul said to him, you can't do this. You can't fight. 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37. David said, I've been a shepherd tending sheep for my father. Whenever a lion or bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I'd go after it. Knock it down. And rescue the lamb. If it turned on me, I grab it by the throat, wring its neck, and kill it. I love him. Lion or bear, it made no difference. I killed it. And I'll do the same to this Philistine pig who is taunting the troops of God alive. God, who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear, will deliver me from this Philistine. That was a response for the living God. He responded instead of reacted. And because he responded, listen to this revelation. David fought Goliath and beat him. You didn't know that Goliath had 11 brothers. He killed all those giants too. Look it up, 1 Samuel. He defeated the whole line. Jesus was sent by God. He comes from the lineage of David. 
in Luke chapter 4, Jesus fights Satan. How is Jesus a man? Listen, when Jesus came on the earth, he wasn't God. Everything he did was from a human standpoint. He did it as a man. He fed the 7,000 as a man. Miracles happened as a man. He fought Satan as a man. Why was he able to do that? Because David did it. It was in his bloodline. What am I saying to you? You are in the same bloodline. You come from a generation of giant killers. First responders. How dare the enemy come at you in 2022? I wish I had a picture of the lion that my friend gave me. I love lions. My prophetic friend sent me a picture saying, I see 2022 like this. It's a, I love lions. It's a lion in the grass. But his eyes are saying, I wish you would. I, I wish you would. And that's how you need to be going out of this place. If you don't fight the devil and fight that what's come against your mind, if you don't respond correctly, we're going to be in the same place next year. And that's called foolishness. I don't want to be in the same place next year. 2021, there was so much going on the last two years. We were responding all over. the. We were just reacting and trying to make things work. Nah, nah. Now I'm at the place where, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Is God, let me ask you the question. Is Jesus your king? Say yes. Sir. Is he your king? Is he your healer? Is he your deliverer? Is he your best friend? Is he victorious? Has he ever been defeated? Then why are you defeated? Just because it was acoustic worship and didn't have a drum, we sat under this. Maybe God wanted you to enter 22 in intimacy. He wanted you to enter 2022 without the beat of the drum because you don't know what they adapted. Drummer got sick. Someone else got sick. They did this this morning. <laughs> and I was getting it in because I know Goliath is not going to win this year. I'm going to respond correctly. Everything that's not perfect in my life, but my response to you, Lord Jesus, you are my king. You are my provider. I trust you with all of my heart. If I'm out of whack, fix me. I'm available. Use me, Lord. I am here for you. I worship you. I hunger for you. That's my king. Point number three. Are you getting something? Yeah, two days work, you know. <laughs> Not too shabby, right, Pat? <laughs> He's laughing right now, I guarantee you. <laughs> we have a great team here, guys. Your staff is amazing. 
I'm telling you, clap it up, I'm telling you. When you walk in the movement church, it's healthy. I've been in churches that have been unhealthy. I know I'm on the route. I'm not going down the rabbit trail, I promise. <laughs> but I've been in places that have been unhealthy that love God. That ain't here. That's why the worship is so tangible. The pure in heart will see God. Point number three, you have all you need to win the battle. I'll say it again. You have all you need to win the battle. The Bible says in Hebrews 2.12, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You're like, Pastor Jeff, what's that mean? Let me tell you. When Jesus sat down next to the Father as a priest, he says it's done. When priests sit on their throne, they are done from working. They rest in the promises of God. He's not standing next to God. He's sitting. That's why he declared it is finished. So when a king or a priest sits down, that means they're resting on what God has said. It's done. 1 Samuel 17, 38 through 40. We're back at David's life. Now Saul outfitted David as a soldier in armor. He put his bronze helmet on his head and belted his sword on him over the armor. David tried to walk but could hardly move. David told Saul, I can't even move with this stuff on me. I'm not used to this. And he took it all off. Then David took his shepherd's staff, selected five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in the pocket of his shepherd's pack and with his sling and went towards Goliath. Have you ever tried to use something in a battle that you weren't familiar with? Maybe what someone suggested. Have you ever tried to wear something or do something that wasn't in your own interest or, or it just didn't work because it didn't fit you? Here's revelation. You can't wear the same armor that you did in 2021 in 2022. You need to take off what didn't work, leave it in last year, and use what God giftings and callings that God gave you. Do I have all the answers as a minister? No. Do I understand fully what's coming on the earth? No. And I'm glad I don't. You know why? I don't want to be puffed up in pride. I don't want to have all the answers. I got all the answers. His name is above every name. That at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow in heaven and in earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that he is Lord. Can someone send Joby out? There he is. (laughs) 
I'm listening to the Holy Spirit because he wants me to pause. There's things that he wants to say here. As a spiritual father, as a spiritual father here in this house, if you listen unto the sound of my voice, if you listen to me right now, every chain that you're facing is broken right now in Jesus' name. I take authority over the things in your life where the enemy has been speaking to you. Many of you in the night seasons, he's been speaking, 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 and he won't let go. You have no rest. I release rest to your soul. I release peace to your spirits. God is going to restore you if you don't quit. Don't quit. Don't stop. Keep fighting. Keep praying. Keep reading. Keep coming. Get in community. Keep fighting. Keep praying. Keep reading. Keep coming. You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. first love for a son is his mama. I miss my mama. But on this stage, this is what I'm called to do all the days of my life. I am a minister of the gospel. And we love you here. Let me finish with this. Try to be cool and you don't want no one to know you can't see. So just put on your glasses. Just put on. Stop trying to be cool. Everyone know you can't see. Listen to what David said when he seen Goliath. Ten foot man. Eighteen year old boy. David answered Goliath, you come at me with a sword and a spear and a battle axe. I come at you in the name of the God of the angel armies, the God of Israel's troops, whom you curse and mock. Listen to what he says. This very day, God is handing you over to me. I'm about to kill you. Cut off your head and serve up your body and the bodies of your Philistine buddies to the crows and coyotes. The whole earth will know that there's an extraordinary God in Israel. And everyone gathered here will learn that God doesn't save by swords or by spears. He saves by his great name. That's a response. You come from a generation of first responders. You come from a generation of giant killers. Victorious generation. If you choose to live in lack and misunderstanding of the scriptures, we can't blame anyone else anymore. You can't point the finger at him or her there. You need to look in the mirror, take a full view, and say, I can be better. I can do better. 
because God is with me. He's with me. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Good. Because it's true. Stand to your feet. Did you get something today? God did speak, amen? He definitely did. Thank you so much. Thank you. If no one else applauses, guys, you got to understand something. I've been obedient to my father, and he is smiling right now. Not just at what I did. He's looking at you and your families. There's a man in a checkered shirt right there. That's that man right there. You've been highlighted to me the whole time. You have the spirit of David on your life, man. Raise your hand. You, yeah, yeah, you. You have the, the spirit of David on your life. Giants have come from your lineage, and they've taken out almost all the males. They've come after the uncles and the nephews, and the enemy, it seems like he won't let you go. But God says he's put a hedge of protection around you. He's prayed for you like he did Peter because the enemy wants to sift you like wheat. But Jesus says, I prayed for you, man, and I prayed for you, and you will overcome the enemy in 2022. If you don't quit, there's no quit in you. Keep fighting. Keep standing, for your God will give you the breakthrough. Amen? Yes. Now here's where the rubber meets the road. I'm that type of minister that believes in the altar. Why? Because he doesn't want you to leave the same. Some of you came in here with heaviness. Don't walk out with it. Come to the altar. Some of you came in here with no hope tired. Come to the altar and be refreshed. Be a good first responder. This is how you respond. You heard the word, I need more. Recognize that. We have a group of people that will pray for you. Agree with you. Not teach you or coach you or whatever. We want to agree with the living God in you so you can walk out of here with the tools for victory. Because you don't want to miss next week. Pastor Pat's coming back on how to seek the Lord. Next week's going to be powerful. But we're in today. And today, if you've heard anything of God coming out of me and you want change, you just need a touch from God, I open the altars. They're open. Come to the front. We want to pray for you. Don't be afraid. Step out of the aisle. It's okay. Don't leave the same. We're family. One thing about family, you can be yourselves in this room. There's safety in this room. There's healing in this room. There's a new start in this room. Danik Brock. It is time for you to stand like you're called to stand. 
Your heart breaks for your students. And God says, I made you a defensive back. You've been defensive, defending your students. That's the spirit of God in you, Danik, working in you to bring breakthrough and show you that you're more than you think you are. The call of God doesn't leave you, son. It's calling you. He's calling you. He wants to equip you. You are more today than you've ever been. Stand and be counted, man of God. Does anyone need a miracle in the room, in your body? There you go. Anyone have pain on the left side of their back? Bingo. How about pain in the back side of the knee? Like some, um, there you go, right there. Okay. Ladies in the back, people around you, keep your hands up. There you go. Keep your hands up. People around them, you guys, look around you. Your family needs you just to lay hands on them. If you're comfortable doing that, get around them and pray for them. Pray for them. Father, we come against these infirmities right now in Jesus' name. We speak to the back. We speak to the knees. We speak to the pain in the body, the infirmities in the body. We say no to them and yes to you. We appropriate the word of God and the spirit of God right now in Jesus' name. We speak healing from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For those that are still in your seats, I want to release you right now. Just hold out your hands like you're receiving something. There you go. Father, in the name of Jesus, Kristen, get to the front. In the name of Jesus, we speak life. We speak hope. We thank you that you're doing more right now in this moment in the families represented in this room. We give you honor, we give you praise that you are going to be victorious through their lives. I break off the spirit of shame and unforgiveness and I release healing, restoration, forgiveness and grace in the room. Be free in Jesus' name, amen. You are released if you have to go. Enjoy your new year. Thank you for being here. We will see you next week. Be blessed.